Dancing grannies in China are being taken down by technology. A woman fed bears 200 eggs a week, and now she's going to pay the price. And a woman had a life-threatening wedgie. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comic. I'm Jonesy, and I'm super happy that you're here. I got some weird stories from around the world. Let's go right to it. Okay? Okay. There's a... uh, There's a lot of dancing grannies in China, apparently. People are upset about these dancing grannies, and they're fed up with the noise that's produced by the public dancing grannies. Some people have decided to take matters into their own hands in China. Residents that are fed up with the noise from China's dancing grannies are resorting to a special device that could mess with the speakers that blast out the loud music that the dancing grannies are dancing to. I had no idea that grannies were dancing in China. I think that's amazing. You got to exercise when you're a granny. What better way than to dance? Just dance it out. Um, I'm not sure if dancing in the middle of the town square is the best idea, but what are these grannies just having like a block party every night? I'm very curious about the dancing grannies in China. Any of you a dancing granny in China? Please call the show and just, uh, or send me a video of, of exactly what you got going on on a Friday night. So the residents that are fed up with the dancing grannies that dance in the streets, fed up with their dancing granny music, I'd love to know what they're dancing to. Is it is it just Gangnam style, like over and over again? <laughs> I like to think they're dancing to like some great dance music, like September by Earth, Wind & Fire, and uh, Don't Stop Till You Get Enough by MJ. You know, those great classic dance tunes. It's also like... Hilarious to imagine them dancing to like two live crew. That's some I like big butts or what, whatever. Uh, so apparently, the people that are fed up with the dancing grannies are using technology to get them back. They're using infrared remote control, uh, which is being called anti square dancing magical device. That's exactly what they call it anti square dancing magical device. They're doing this to try to silence the noisy dancing troops that have taken over public squares, parks, and housing estates all across China. So-called square dancing. Uh, It's become hugely popular in the past few decades for China's growing senior population, giving the retirees, mostly women, a chance to exercise and make friends at the same time. Oh, they're dancing in the square. This is not to be confused with the square dancing that we have in the United States, which involves... Uh, cowboy boots and uh, country music. I've never done square dancing. I would I would try it. I'd be open to it. I don't own any cowboy boots. Can you do it in Can you do it in uh, Air Jordans? Is that acceptable? Just wondering. Okay, so the square dancing going on in China. The retirees are just getting out there shaking their booties, making friends. What's wrong with that? Maybe the music's too loud because they can't hear. Uh, It says here, with scarce public spaces in urban China, the loud music has become a major nuisance for other residents. And it has led to very intense disputes within the community. In 2013, someone in Wuhan dumped feces on a group of dancing grannies. Oh my God. (laughs) You dumped a bucket of feces on them? That's terrible. In 2016, a man in the southern city of Julin, angered by the noise, shot at a group of Dancing Granny's loudspeaker with an air gun accidentally hit a lady in the thigh. Wow. It's getting violent over there. People are 
fed up with these dancing grannies. Just try to get the blood flowing. Let them go. And, and by the way, uh, maybe this is an opportunity for someone to open up some after-hours dancing granny rave clubs and lounges. A place where they can go. Maybe a warehouse. They can take some molly and dance all night. Get their blood flowing that way. And then nobody can complain because it's within a warehouse. I'm just trying to solve problems here, guys. I don't just host the show. I try to give the world a better choice. It says, Merchants of the New Square Dancing Repeller, which is what they're calling it, are advertising an easier way to stop the noise. This device is priced at between $15 and $40 on certain shopping sites, and it resembles a universal remote control. It is able to shut down most speakers operated by infrared signals, according to the vendors. Wow, this is a real business now. To stop the music, users are instructed to stand close to the loudspeaker that they want to target. Point the device towards the speaker. Hit a button. That's it. You could shut down these granny block parties just with this one little device for 20 bucks. Oh, boy, I feel bad for the grannies. Uh, We got an interview of a 19-year-old businessman in central China who told the media he actually successfully repelled most dancing troops in his neighborhood with the device, and the neighborhood's very happy about it. He said he was long bothered by the music broadcast by square dancing groups in the early morning and at night, but calling the police did not help. He purchased the device a few months ago and started going around shutting off the loudspeakers after 9 p.m. On one night, he recalled, he stopped 36 square dancing troops in the same night. (laughs) Wow. That's a lot, man. It's like the whole city is going out there. It's like a city full of old grannies shaking their ass, Gangnam style, in every square. Wow. I had no idea this was going on. (laughs) This would be pretty weird to see in your neighborhood every night. Bunch of dancing grannies. Um, I'm torn. I'm torn because, uh, you know, I like quiet at night. You know, um, I'm at that age where I feel like after 10 p.m., just pipe down. If you could pipe down. The fact that I use the phrase pipe down tells you that I'm, I'm at that age. <laughs> so, But I also want the grannies to exercise. By the way, isn't 9 p.m. their bedtime? What are they doing out there after 9 p.m.? I feel like let's... Let's all get together and create a better way for the grannies to dance. Like, give them a certain time period where they can get out there in the square and dance. Let's say 7 to 8, bam, then it's over. Then they go to bed. I feel like that's a good way to do it. Yeah, what do I know? I'm not a mayor in China. Uh, anyways, how do you guys feel about this? Should you give the grannies free range to just kind of play their loud music and have a good time, especially at that age when they need to get as much exercise as they possibly can. And they need to meet people. It's very lonely when you're an elderly individual, a senior, as they call them. It's hard to meet people. This is a great way to meet people. So it's a social thing for them as well. This probably brings so much to their lives at a time when they need something. Yeah. But you might disagree. Call my show, 646-450-2012. A lady in Canada fed the bears 200 eggs a week and now she's going to pay for it. Every week during the summer, a lady bought 10 cases of apples, 50 pounds of carrots, dozens of eggs. It was not for herself or her table at home. It wasn't to feed her family. It wasn't even for the local the local food drive or for the homeless. No, she was feeding the bears, the black bears, and the Canadian authorities pretty pissed about it. This lady's from a town called Whistler, she was ordered to pay 60,000 Canadian dollars, which is about 20 American, after officials say she violated the Wildlife Act of British Columbia. 
the conservation officer service received some complaints in July that someone was feeding the black bears in the neighborhood. They were seeing an increase in black bear presence around homes and whatnot. Officials started investigating. They found this lady feeding the black bears. Every week she would buy food for the bears, the authorities say. She would buy what's called bulk produce, in fact. Cases and cases of apples, pounds and pounds of carrots, dozens of eggs. Dozens and dozens of eggs purchased on a weekly basis to feed the bears. Wow, she's spending a lot of dough feeding these bears. She must be very lonely. This is her way of loving, loving the environment. We all need to, not all of us, but some of us need to feel like we're giving back. We're, we're, we're bringing some love, putting out good energy. She's just a little misguided because maybe she doesn't understand the fallout of feeding the bears. Next thing you know, they're hanging out on your front porch hanging out in your backyard, your toddler goes outside to play wiffle ball or whatever other sport you play in Canada. I think it's just hockey, right? They only play hockey. So the toddler goes out to play some hockey in the backyard. I don't even know how you play hockey in a backyard, but let's say there's a small pond like every Canadian family has behind their home, I assume, because they all have to train to play hockey. They grow mullets and they play hockey. This is what they do. And they drink Molson, lots of Molson. Lots of drinking and skating going on. So the toddler goes out after having a few Molsons in the kitchen, Laces up the skates, go out in the backyard, goes out to skate on the pond. Next thing you know, black bears are there waiting for some hot pockets or whatever, whatever you guys eat in Canada. Uh, then the, and the black bear just, just bites the head off your toddler. It's very morbid, but this is Halloween season, so let me be morbid, morbid for a moment. Okay, further quote from the conservation office. These activities of feeding the bears creates an extraordinary public safety risk by conditioning bears to human food and human presence. In September, the officials euthanized three bears, very sadly. These bears were visiting the residential areas. They damaged property. They showed no fear toward peoples. The bears were getting used to getting food from the woman. They could not be rehabilitated or relocating. So they, uh, they attempt, they're attempting to set a precedent with this penalty of $60,000. It's the highest penalty imposed under the Wildlife Act, officials say. They're hoping that it's going to be an example for people not to feed the bears up there it's very it's a dicey situation when you live with wildlife it's just very dangerous i don't know how you guys do it up there then again i'm in the united states where you know we just live with school shootings i don't know six one half dozen of the other i don't know what <laughs> all right guys very tight shorts send a woman to the hospital with a life-threatening wedgie some people will go to great lengths for fashion. One woman's choice of jean shorts wound up sending her to the hospital, apparently. She shared her story on TikTok. Her name is Sam, and in her video, the 25-year-old North Carolina native explained how she chose to wear tight jean shorts on a, on a date with a guy she recently met. She wrote on the clip that she had a wedgie for eight hours because of her tight jean shorts. She didn't think much of it until the next day she woke up with a really sore butt. Apparently, this is news. Days went on. She felt more and more sick. And eventually, she went to a doctor who gave her antibiotics for a skin infection on her rear. It didn't help. And the next day, she felt so bad, she couldn't walk because of a stabbing pain in her ass from her tight jeans. Jean shorts, I should say. She had to go to the emergency room from this dangerous wedgie, apparently. She's, she was admitted to the ICU with what doctors diagnosed as a bacterial skin infection called cellulitis that led to life-threatening septic shock. Well, this is a legit problem, this deadly wedgie that Sam got on her date. 
Sam, you didn't have to go so tight. I mean, there's a limit to these things, my God. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at a photo of Sam's tight jeans. She's got a very nice figure. She didn't have to wear such tight clothing. I know she wants to show it off. It's a date, but like, you know, there's a point where it becomes very dangerous to show off your body. You give yourself a, a wedgie that'll kill you in the long run. I don't even know you could kill yourself with a wedgie. Uh, I was given wedgies as a child by uh, larger family members of mine. Because I was so, you know, I've always been a small guy, you know. I was very easily lifted up as a, as a young boy. <laughs> so when you're easily lifted up, uh, people just tend to give you wedgies to rip your underwear. The atomic wedgie was something I experienced a few times. Uh, I had no idea that I was, I, this was a life-threatening thing, the atomic wedgie. Okay, so now we got the story of Sam in the ICU. I know she documents it on TikTok because everybody just seems to want to put their pathetic life on video. I just don't get it myself. This, uh, you think that you, you know, everyone gives a damn about your life, I guess. I, I don't know. During her week in the ICU, she, told, she, she was told she might need the infected part of her butt actually cut off. Wow. Imagine that. You wear tight shorts one day, four days later. Your ass is cut off. Don't worry, there's ass implants. There's all sorts of things you can do, Sam, if you get your ass cut off. Um, there's some doctors that I've covered on this story that'll do it real cheap in a backyard, as a matter of fact. So she was told she'd have to have part of her butt cut off, but then it didn't come to that, thankfully. Uh, it says here she had to show her butt to a bunch of physicians. Yeah, yeah, you have to show your butt to physicians when you're in trouble with your butt, when you have butt-related soreness and skin infections. Um, in a follow-up video, Sam explains she wore boy short underwear that kept bunching up underneath the jean shorts. Uh, now, hopefully this is a lesson for you ladies when you're wearing super tight shorts, not to, like what not to do and how you maybe think twice about going too tight. I can't believe I'm covering a story about a TikToker. This is just pathetic at this point. I don't know. The title just drew me in, you know, a life-threatening wedgie. I just thought that's hilarious. Sam admits in the comments to picking many wedgies during her date. It's those wedgies that caused her to chafe and likely she got a small cut. Bacteria got into the cut, which then led to cellulitis and sepsis. Sepsis is extremely serious, by the way. That is one of the leading causes of in-hospital death, I've, uh, I've learned. So this actually was a serious situation. In the end, though, it wasn't all that bad, she explains. She is uh, still with the guy who she was dating when all this happened. And they plan to tell the story at their wedding. But you're moving a little fast, Sam. The wedding. You just went on a date. Like, take it, take it slow. And, you know, make sure you don't wear such a tight wedding dress. They tend to make those tight as well. You don't want to bring on the sepsis again. Just be careful out there, guys. You ladies with your, with your tight clothing. I just, I'm noticing, though, a trend in fashion where the clothing is getting uh, a little more loose, uh, even on the ladies. And I think that's... Uh, well, as much as I like to see the figure, this is probably better for you in, in the long run health-wise because you're not going to get one of these uh, life-threatening wedgies. And it just looks a lot more comfortable. Just And being comfortable at the end of the day is extremely important. Let's be real. Yay! Hello, everyone. Thanks again for joining me for another episode of Weird AF News. Uh, today is Thursday, so tomorrow's Florida Friday, as you know. So uh, don't hesitate to send me those Florida articles. You can send links to my email address, funnyjones at gmail.com, or on Twitter at funnyjones, Instagram at, twi at, at, at funnyjones as well. 
um, or through the website, weirdafnews.com. There's a, a place where you can submit articles as well. So uh, send them on over if you come across. If not, no problem. I, I go out there and I scour the web anyways, Friday morning, see what I can get. Uh, I got a review, finally. No one's left me a review in a very long time. I got a, a review. Unfortunately, it's a negative review, but let's read it anyways. It's on Amazon from Aaron Smith. Give me one star. Wrote, this guy is a junior high school student. Uh with an irritating, overconfident manner, and wears ignorance like a badge. He says normal things in stupid, out-of-context voices and thinks it's the height of sophistication. Not funny at all if you are older than 15. Grow up. Aaron wants me to grow up. Um, uh, it's, a, it's a very hateful review, but uh, I appreciate Aaron giving, a, giving the podcast a chance. There's a lot of podcasts out there, so anybody who clicks on mine and gives it a listen, I have to be grateful. It's not for everybody. Uh, and uh, certainly not for Aaron Smith from, I think, Washington here. Okay. Uh, thanks for the review. Thanks for the effort and the feedback, which um, I'm not really going to take <laughs> because um, more, many more people enjoy it. Uh, but appreciate it nonetheless. If you guys would like to leave a review, you know where to go. It's Amazon. Yeah, it's a place. And I got so many bad reviews in a row that I'm going to need to offset that with some positive reviews if you guys could do that. That would be super helpful. And everybody's got an Amazon account. Just go to Amazon.com and search for Weird AF News. Uh, yeah, Weird AF News by Anchor. You can search that. It'll come up. It's a little it's a little icon of a purple alien with one eye. It's pretty cool. Uh, it, 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 that's something I tried to change. I have no idea how to change that icon, but it's there. Uh, so yeah, leave a helpful, helpful review because I'm, uh, I'm getting some bad ones. And then, of course, you can do so on iTunes or Apple Podcasts as well. Leave reviews there. And that makes me feel good inside. You don't have to write much. You can Just give me five stars and say, like it, and then that's enough. Pretty cool. Anyways, guys, uh, if you'd like to support the show, I always say this, but I have a Patreon. I put a, a pretty cool little video up there the other day. I'm going to put a couple things in there today. Just some weird stuff I've come across recently that doesn't fit in the podcast format. So uh, that's what the Patreon's for, among other things. And so you get this extra weird content that you don't get with the podcast. So if you dig the podcast, which uh, as some of you do, you might enjoy the Patreon as well. And it's, uh, it's a way to support the show as well. So I can keep it going five days a week. It's patreon.com slash weirdafnews is the website. You can download the app Patreon onto your phone and just do a search for Weird AF News podcast. Or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the link. I appreciate that. We'll see you tomorrow, guys, for Florida Friday. Looking forward to it. Mm-hmm.